What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. What's up, party people? I found somebody for y'all. I cannot wait to have a conversation with this man. His name is Brad Ritter. He has started the School of Grit. You already know. You know I love me some grit. All right, so after graduating from SEAL Fit, not that I have not done, which is a renowned as uh, world toughest civilian training. I believe that's from the Navy SEALs, right, Brad? You got it. Yep. Ah, School of Grit is a lifestyle for those who despise mediocrity and want to take full ownership of their life and be a part of a team. And it's a proven a proven system that focuses on physical, mental, and emotional, in, intuitional, and warrior spirit. This man is no freaking joke. I remember reading something a while back from a woman named Angela. Do you know Angela at all? Because she has something called grit as well. Oh, Angela from, Duckworth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, she's pretty amazing. Um, so, Brad, welcome to Straight Talk. I'm so glad you're here. How are you? I'm doing great, Anna. Thank you for the awesome intro. <laughs> Thanks. I want to know a little bit more about you. I mean, just, okay, first of all, the seal fit thing. Okay, you might be just a little cray cray, just a little cray cray. So let's find out a little bit more about Brad. Who is Brad? I get that a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, at the heart of it, I'm just, I'm just the regular dude. At least that's what I think of myself as. But you know, family's number one to me. Awesome. Um, always has been. Grew up in a very uh, loving, safe environment. Was very fortunate for that. I've married uh, my beautiful wife Leslie for 17 years. I got two awesome kids. So, you know, that, that's a little bit about my family. And then, yeah, then there's this like Navy SEAL thing. So full disclosure, I'm not a Navy SEAL. <laughs> I don't right. want to be a Navy SEAL. <laughs> but I, I, when I, I'm 43, when I was 35, I just had this, uh, this moment. You know, life has lots of moments and you choose. Sometimes you choose to take action. Sometimes you don't. And at the time, you know, it was nothing, um, nothing crazy that happened. I was just, I had the self-talk going on in my head. Like, you know, what am I here to do uh, while I'm on this planet? What's my, mm -hmm. like, what am I passionate about? What's my purpose? Cause by all accounts, you know, I was quote unquote successful, you know, I got the nice, right. nice house, awesome family, nice car, but it's like, man, there's just, there's more, I'm, I'm missing something. And I actually, that's when I found um, Angela Duckworth's book, Grit. And it, oh. uh, it, it, it changed my <laughs> life. Yeah, I yeah. saw her TED talk. I don't know if you'd yeah. see, if you've seen I it. I have but... seen it. Yeah, I even oh. took her grit test. <laughs> uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I scored a, I scored like a two point two, which was like oh. grittier than maybe thirty percent of of uh, all the people that took it. And I'm very competitive, so that's what like literally that's what launched me on my path. I said, there's something to this. Like if grit is, yeah. you know, uh, one of the biggest indicators of success in life like who doesn't want to be successful and I was like right. right now I guess I'm not gritty so how do I how do I get some of that <laughs> right right yeah. isn't that something though because you know um I, something like especially with like physical fitness things like that is something that I've been very open about on my podcast that I've struggled with for for a sure. long time on her grit scale I got a 3.7 right so mm -hmm. like uh I think she said like more than 50 percent of the population blah 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 but I think that a lot of that may be developed because of because of such a hard life that I did have growing up right I, I would um, say so it, yep 
Yeah, because see, from knowing just uh, you just these few moments and also reading your bio, I would have naturally put you on the very high, high, high end mm -hmm. of the grid scale, right? Yep. Yep. So tell me what that meant to you then. So when you saw that score, what, what did that do for you to you internally? What it was, was a shot to the gut, you know, I mean, mm. can your ego take it? You know, I had to kind right. of check my ego because everybody thinks they're rough and tough. But to your point, so if I heard you correctly, it sounds like you had a lot of adversity probably yeah. growing up. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Right. I didn't. I, I came from a loving family. My parents are still married. We never had to worry about having a roof over our head or, or food on the that. table. We were middle class. Mm -hmm. You know, we right. definitely weren't rich, but I knew we weren't poor because you always right. knew who those those sections of people were right. in school. And, you know, that's no fault of my parents. I mean, of it was a great upbringing, but I didn't really have to deal with true adversity. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I didn't have to battle cancer or bury a lot of loved ones or get deployed right, or go, right. go through just some crazy event. I mean, my life wasn't Pete. It wasn't, wasn't uh, peaches and cream. I mean, I, you know, I got picked on and stuff like that, but compared to other people, especially like motivational speakers, you might hear, it's like, I didn't have any of that experience. Right. Mine was the opposite. Right. Right. So I, so again, going back to Andrew's book, I'm like, how do, how do I get grit? Well, she says you can uh, grow it from the inside out and from the outside in. From the outside like, in, yeah. I want to grow it from the outside in. So I went on to YouTube. <laughs> I literally, I went on to YouTube and I typed in "world's toughest civilian training," and this video popped up. And it's okay. uh, by a guy named uh, Mark Devine, former Navy SEAL, twenty years I think he had, uh, former commander, and he puts wow. on this camp called Seal Fit, and it's modeled after uh, Hell Week, which Hell Week in Navy SEAL training is yeah. a week of no sleep and just right. constant movement like it's just beat down city right physical but, mental, they, but they actually they actually so they took that same training and for you guys for civilians so they watered it down okay i was gonna say <laughs> yeah holy let, shoot. Let, let, let me let me preface it they watered it down so we didn't have machine guns going off by us and right stuff, but, and it wasn't a full week it was it was 50 hours though it was wow. 50 hours That's straight of non-stop yeah. movement no sleep very minimal food wow. and it, it pushed me literally to completely out of my comfort zone physically mentally emotionally mm -hmm. and what i discovered was was who i was i, I found mm -hmm. out my character and and um we had about 50 people sign up and at the time i was 35 i was one of the oldest dudes there i have a lot more while well, i'm wearing a hat i have gray hair um i had a little bit back then <laughs> they called me gramps at 35 because all, all, all the other dudes in there were like they were younger and they're they actually right. trying to be seals or go in the spec ops or whatever so it was just funny but you know what we lost we lost half of them lost i'm half sure them. i'm and, sure and and the reason why um it wasn't anything physical i mean these these were all studs that showed up it was the six inches between your ears yeah yeah it's it's yeah. being able to control that mental dialogue and mm -hmm. and just and just making it through so when you said that you you found out who you were, what what did you find out? You know, I, what did you, I, what was I that? found? Yeah, so I, I would say I wasn't operating very high. I didn't feel as a husband, <clears throat> as um, as a dad. I felt like mm -hmm. I was very. Uh, it was all about me, you know. Even though I had mm -hmm. a family, like I kind of came first, right? Like lions mm -hmm. eat first type mentality. Right. And, and what I learned out there was, was serve extreme service to others, mm. because the unique thing about this event is they're not there to just break you down and make you quit. That's actually pretty easy to do. They're there to break you down, 
get you to that breaking point and then they're going to teach you the tools and tactics to persevere. And what I learned there was um, you, you, you can't make it through that camp by yourself. Like right. Rambo, although it was a great movie, I love right. Rambo. It's fake. Like right. it, it, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Like right. everybody, everybody's had help somewhere. So right. at some point you're going to have to check your ego. You have to check your pride and mm-hmm. ask for help. And guess what? Most people like to actually help other people. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like a win-win mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that was the big thing I learned out there service to others. And, and when I got back, man, it just, I was reborn and I thought, how can I bring this feeling to other people without having to sign up for the 50 hour boot camp <laughs> and getting the snot kicked right. out of you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so when you got home, uh, did you feel like, uh, did you feel like a better husband? Did you feel like a better dad? Like, were you coming in at it? Like, did they even, did they notice also the change in you? They, they didn't even kind of know who I was for the first couple of days. And mm-hmm. I, I had, I guarantee I had a little bit, just a touch of probably post-traumatic stress, just from being up, yeah. being yelled at, you know, that, that, that sort of thing. And yeah, they noticed a big, big shift, you know, not mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. became this like perfect father of course, <laughs> or anything you know yeah, that, that would be me. a lie we yeah, should yeah, shut that, down that, the that, interview that, 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 that's a, yeah that's a complete <laughs> lie yeah i definitely still have my issues and deal with the same stuff day in day out but you know what happened mentally life didn't become easy but it became easier because i had mm-hmm. put my i had put mm-hmm. myself in purposeful adversity and pushed myself so far that i was like okay that's the outside that camps, mm-hmm. the outside, everything else just is kind of falling on in, into the inside for me. And it's like, now it's sort of like, Hey, bring it. I, I have mm-hmm. a saying in, uh, in our, in our, in our coaching crew, like you don't, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Right, right, right. You know, so just you think that that's mentality. what you, do you think that's what you needed? You know how, uh, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning about, you know, me going through a lot of adversity in your life mm-hmm. and you not having that. Do you think that that's what you needed was that little bit of adversity? Yeah. You know, like I, yeah, oh, yeah, like I think, you know, I think huge proponent of it, especially with kids yeah. these days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, I mean, here we go. We're opening up a can, but let's do it. Yeah. So I, I, it. I, I think we're, um, I think we're too comfortable. We're, we're, we're growing up in the most comfortable generation ever. And oh I see gosh. it with our kids. Yeah. And quite frankly, it makes me sick. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it just, it just does. Cause I'm like, you guys have no idea, you know? Right. <laughs> right. And you know what? It's oh not their gosh. fault, so to speak. Right. Cause like, right. we, you know, we're, we raised living, them. Yeah. We raised right. them, right? Like, Hey, right. I, I'm not about everyone getting a, give, giving out a trophy, but guess who's giving right. out the trophies It's the adults. Right. So it's like, take it's a look so in the mirror. True. But so yeah, true. I, I, I think you gotta, you got to, right. I mean, back mm-hmm. in the day, um, with the Spartans, you know, their kids would go through, they'd go out in the wilderness and kill right. bears. And I'm not saying we got to do that, but I right. mean, we've kind of <laughs> lost that rite of passage. Yeah. 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 I agree. And I, you know, there's something, there's something for fighting for something you want to, you know, mm-hmm. I had my son very young. I have, I have uh, two boys and two, you know, bone, I call them bonus children, but my two children I had very young. So my first child I had when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had to, I, I was always a person full of grit. I always had to, okay, I messed up here, but that doesn't mean anything. I still got to finish high school. I still got to take my, I still got to work my two jobs. I got to take care of my kid, you know, that kind of thing. And I realized that because of that, my boys, um, they're 33 and 28, have a lot of grit to them. And it's because I had to have that grit because I was so young. 
right? Uh, uh, unbelievable. Um, yeah. You, you, are, you are the epitome of um, what I call uh, like a warrior class. Most people hear warrior, they think of a professional, you know, fighter, military person, lover. No, no. I mean, yes, that's true. <laughs> but I think everybody has a little warrior in them. And what, what you just said, you know, being that single parent or raising a kid mm -hmm. super young, I mean, no one's coming to save you. You got to no. save yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm yep. glad though, Brad, I'm glad nobody came to save me. Um, it made me such a kick ass type of person. Right. And so even when my boys, when they were growing up is when this thing started with the, everybody gets a trophy thing, yeah. you know? And so they were like, Oh, I said, what'd you get a trophy for? Oh, cause I went to field day. I said, yeah, but what did you get a trophy for? <laughs> oh, cause I went to field. I said, that's not a real trophy. And everybody used to be like, Throw it away. Why, why did you say that to him? I said, he didn't do anything. He, he showed up to class. He just showed up. Exactly. Yeah. I said, that doesn't count. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I that agree. Was, that's, that's, I think that's the Latina in me, maybe. I'm not sure. But no, I um, love it. I, I'm on. glad. I'm glad, right? Because um, I realized, you know, I am a grandma now and stuff. And I also realized like a little bit of a younger generation, grandkids, whatever. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you guys are completely living in your emotions. You don't have yeah. any idea what it is to come against something. You know, I'm scared of that. <laughs> I'm actually scared of that. And I hope we change. Yeah, I mean, it's something. Yeah, I do too. But it's like you you can do little things day in, day out uh, to make yourself uncomfortable, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and deal with resistance so that when life inevitably, because we all know that, right? Life, yeah. Life's going to hit you in the face. It's not a matter of yeah. if, if, but when you'll at least be ready. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you'll at least right. have some sort of foundation, some sort of reference. Because right. man, if, if you haven't gone through anything before and then boom, it just smacks you in the face. It's good luck. You know, as the yeah. saying goes, you don't rise to the occasion. You fall back to the level of your training. Right. That's right. So you going to, to the uh, school, I'm sure also helped you transition uh, and you already said that they saw a transition for for you at home mm -hmm. did you start to implement some of that um grittiness or some of that to your kids as well do you have boys girls what, what uh, do you have? one each so my daughter oh, is 11 cool. and, my, and my son's eight yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. do you yes. make them like go out a bit and, and like oh, yeah. you know we, yeah, we, good, we, so I'm, I'm fortunate um we we have a uh, a gym in our garage so i purposely did that Good. I built it over time, but because um, before, you know, I'd, I'd go to some Globo gym and, you know, be there a couple hours. Well, but between being there and then driving, like I was gone two, three hours mm -hmm. and they're mm -hmm. like, hey, where's dad? Oh, he's working out again. He's working out again. I thought, OK, this is I want to bring this here so that I don't have to leave. But then they're going right. to see it and then they'll want to hopefully participate. So and that's yeah. and that's what we have. I mean, do they work out with me every day? No, but they, you know, once or twice a week, that's my expectation and they good. i got a whiteboard they can write their own workout up there and, and do it together so a hundred percent um yeah i like that brad i we like live that. pretty close to, to their to their school so uh like my daughter walks to school which i think is just awesome because yeah hardly anyone does that and then i'm yeah. a big proponent of um and i just recently got into this three years ago martial arts so i do good. martial arts with my with my kids as well awesome. and, that, and i tell you what as a parent that is one of the most rewarding things you can ever do with your kids because it, forget about learning how to fight and kick ass and self-defense that that's that's a whole nother thing 
I'm talking about just learning like confidence, right? Like being able to get up in front of a group and and deliver a a, a form or something like that. Going through promotion tests, seeing them fail and then seeing me fail and falling and getting back up. It's been just unbelievable. I've I've loved it. That is, that's beautiful because they also see, oh, wait, dad fell and got back up. Mm-hmm. I got this. Yeah. I got this. You know, you're, you're going to fall that's a lot, the, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. get used to yeah. it. That's why I say, hey, yeah, get used <laughs> exactly. to it. Exactly. Get used to it. I love that. No, I really do. Because I think this is, you know, I don't know if you know, do you know um, a podcaster out there named Jeff Lopes? I do, do not. You know Jeff Lopes? I, I have so. to introduce you to him. I think okay. you'd be amazing on his podcast. Anyway, he speaks to dads. Um, and he, he, he owns, I don't know if you know, Kimura wear, but Kimura wear is a boxing gear and all that. He's the, he's the CEO and the, and the owner of Kimura wear. And, um, he is a huge proponent of exactly what you're talking about, you know, grit and then having your kids be involved with it as well. Like he works out with his kids, like all of that. I think you two would hit it off. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. Yeah. So I'm going to introduce you to him, but back to you. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so let me, let me talk to you about the, um, the, uh, the school of grit then did the school of grit come after your experience? Yeah, it did. uh, Yeah. So tell me about that. Yep. So I, I, I got back um, from Kokoro camp in 2015, I want to say. And then I, I wrote down on a piece on my flight home. I, I wrote down just kind of all the events I went through over the 50 hours and, and put it away for safekeeping. But what happened was people uh, were, were interested because those same people that thought I was crazy. Why are you doing this? You're psychotic. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you need to do this? <laughs> tell me about it. You made it. Oh, my right. God. I can't believe you made it. Like, tell made me about it. it. <laughs> and they could tell, like, dude, something's right. just you're, you're just different. Like, I don't know what right. it is. You're just you're just different. And they um, inspired me to to write a book. So I actually uh, wrote a book called School of Grit and awesome. it published in March. And it's about um, why I chose to go to the camp, my experience there. It it takes the reader through every evolution hour by hour. But then Mm. it digs into this is the lesson that the SEALs were teaching me. And by the way, this is how you apply it to life. And then I give readers a challenge. I give the readers a challenge to do at the end of every chapter. You know, again, trying to uh, bring purpose. I'm just a proponent now of bringing purposeful adversity into your life to help unlock your character and, uh, and, and all that good stuff. So it started with a book. And then, um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm like, I, w- I want people to experience this though. And, and I found that through, uh, coaching. So school of grit, uh, school of grit is a uh, coaching service that I provide and mm-hmm. it's very much like a school. So every month we have guest instructors come in and we talk about any, anywhere from, physical training to nutrition to uh, how do you build mental toughness? How do you build emotional resiliency? Uh, how do you build grit with uh, your relationships, with your spouse, uh, entrepreneurship? And then we dig a little bit into, which I think it's important, especially nowadays, like just basic self-defense. Like how do you protect mm-hmm. yourself? Uh, situational awareness, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so that's that's how we're designed. It's, it's like a school and we've got calls okay. set up um, usually about eight to 10 every month there are different days different times attend the calls you have an interest in don't don't attend the ones you don't really care about and and Mm -hmm. and there we Mm -hmm. go so we've got that set up uh that's group coaching and then i do also uh, 
very smaller, intimate group. We call them uh, boat crews. So I try to cap it at about okay. five people. So very small, very intimate. And it's a lot more hands-on. They meet with uh, myself and, and the head coach. And uh, we take them through about a six-month-long uh, program. And uh, that's been that's been very transformational bet, as well. I so, bet. Yeah, that's yeah. A lot, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that yep. sounds like a really good mastermind right there going yeah, on. Yeah, mastermind. Yeah. That's basically what yeah. it is. And then I love um, that. I've got just this, I've had this idea for the last couple of years. I'm going to make it happen next fall, and I'm working on it right now. I want to have a live event. I want to have my own live School of Grit event where you come and yeah. transform yourself and learn some skills. And I want to purposely put yourself into uncomfortable situations, safe, uncomfortable situations. We'll teach you how to get out of it or, or, or make it through. And then you'll go back mm -hmm. home and, and know how to do some cool stuff. Right. That's so, really cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you mind sharing like a little example of something that you say would be an uncomfortable situation? Yeah. So um, I have a fear of heights. And but I but I make myself kind of do that stuff. So uh, when I teach mental toughness, I break it down the four areas. The first is breath, being able to control your breath, because if you can control your um, physiology, you can control your psychology. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll work on some some breath exercises you can do. Uh, then we touch on like positivity, you know, just being of a, of a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, the third is visualization. So being able to see yourself victorious, as the saying mm -hmm. goes, mm -hmm. um, victorious, uh, victorious warriors first win in their minds before going onto the field of battle. So that type of yep. thing. And then the last one's like goal setting. So just being able to to take big, gnarly, scary, scary goals and chop them down. That's so, awesome. Uh, so we'll, so we would have a classroom on that and then we'll be like, OK, cool. Um, Here's my head cadre, so and so. We're gonna go repel from this 80 foot tower now. <laughs> and it's like the pucker factor goes like this. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God. Right. I gotta go. Like, yeah, uh... yeah, we're, we're gonna go do it now. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, well, what happened? So, so yeah, that's that's uh that's an idea of what you can expect. So it's gonna that's be definitely like classroom cool. and then hands-on. That's really great. I mean, that's going to really break people out of uh, a lot of things because once you re you you start to realize that one thing actually attaches to another and like once you start to yep. break one thing, all the other stuff kind of just kind of flows, right? Do you do you feel that way? Yeah, and I yeah. think the common denominator in a lot of it is uh fear. To me, it's the mm -hmm. ultimate F mm -hmm. word. Oh, yeah. Fear. Yep, 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 it's yep. it's the reason you uh, ask for the promotion at work. It's the reason you do or don't ask so-and-so uh, out to the prom. I mean, just about everything yep. can be tied to some area of fear. So if you can learn to control that, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just going to mm -hmm. set you up for success in the future with with all the different things you're going to be presented with. And I like, to I like to say that, you know, fear is a good thing because mm -hmm. um, I, I just – I like to say that those who – those who are the most fearful have the opportunity to also be the most courageous. Cause yeah. if you think about it, like, yeah. like my wife, for example, I'll, use, I'll give you an example. She, uh, she's deathly afraid of snakes. Like mm -hmm. so bad that when our kids were small infants, we were walking on a trail snake came by. She ran away and left the kids ran away and left the kids. <laughs> and I'm like, Leslie, what are you doing? You're leaving me here. I that mean, is like, hilarious. That, like, like that afraid. <laughs> So I don't, I don't right. have that level of, of fear. I, I'm not crazy about snakes, but I mean, I could pick one up and move one if right. I had to. So it's like, if a snake came by and, and I go to pick up a snake, am, am I showing courage? Well, I would say no, because I'm not, I'm not scared. Does it, 
Right. But if my wife, right. if my wife picked up a snake or even got close to one, is she showing courage? Heck yeah, she is. Right. So that's right. why I say that, you know, fear is uh, a lot of us have fear. You just got to be able to, it, it can be used for good. You got to learn to control it. Don't, otherwise it mm-hmm, will control mm-hmm. you. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll control you in your life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I use fear in my life as an acronym is to face and eliminate all restrictions so every time I like see something and I feel like it's restricting me from something I want to do or something, yeah. I face it and I eliminate it, you know, and then I go yep. for it. Um, it's, because... it's better. It's better than the other one, right? Which is uh, F everything and run. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard, <laughs> you ever of heard that, that one. one? But that's, yeah, no. yeah, that's, that's, that's the other that. side of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the other side. And I think, you know, um, the, I think it's also because of the things I've been through, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I, I've been through domestic violence. I've been through being homeless. I've been through all of that stuff. So I had no choice, Brad, but to face them because they were there, right? I mean, they were there, right? In yeah. the domestic violence of my life, you know, he put a gun to my head and pulled the trigger and the safety jam got, you know, oh jammed gosh. on the gun. And that's why I'm here today. And so I think about that and I say, I had no choice. I had to face the barrel. I had to. It was in my face. Like literally, literally, like literally. Yeah, literally. And I feel like as bad as those things were, they were also great things that I took as a way to overcome when I'm really afraid, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, it's funny how you can you can um, really program your mind to have those those new pathways where something that should have been so tragic that cripples you can be something that you use to catapult you forward were you able just to do that on your own or did you have an outside just influence or because that's amazing because you what you you hear in today is you you hear about the reverse of that right like Mm -hmm. that that those those bad terrible uh situations happen and then people kind of let that like like get the woe is me mentality for like the rest of their lives you know but you you did the opposite which is just freaking (laughs) amazing so yeah, well, you got had, you got I me really no curious, choice, yeah. right? Yeah, I had no choice but to survive. I, I'm a survivor by nature, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I'm that's innate in me, you know, just to not not be a a, a, a victim all the time, you know. Did I have some victim mentalities? A hundred percent. You know, did I need therapy? Of course, I had PTSD. Of course, I did, right? right. But it also, t- I have to take responsibility for me, and I've always been that way. And like I said, I had my, I was pregnant at 14. I had a kid at 15 years old. Yeah. I had no choice. I had to be look at and say, I got to go to school. I got to take care of my kid. I got to go to work. I got to do that. And I'm still in high school. I'm in ninth grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So um, you got to do what you got to do or life will swallow you up and spit you out. So absolutely. We can't have that. Well, Brad. Kudos to you. Cause <laughs> I, man, I'm not doing awesome. I'm not going to seal fit anytime soon, but <laughs> are you sure I can get you a, a ticket? That's There's a little cray cray. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing all of that, but um, have you ever thought of, going back did that ever even cross your mind of trying to do that again you know i went back but this time you as did? a um as an assistant instructor because i wanted to experience wow. it on the other side and and that was just really really transformational and actually i got to see one of my buddies uh go through john burton if he's listening to this it was just it was just um, a magical moment but I, I have been asked that if i if i ever wanted to go back to it i'd have to have a strong enough reason to and yeah you know a lot yeah. of a lot of our goals That's a lot fair. of the things we're working on um, right now, what, whatever, if it's uh, promotion at work or you're someone's writing a book or they're 
learning an instrument, uh, it always boils down to why. And if your why is strong enough, I think that'll overcome just about any resistance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just don't have a reason to go back because I, yeah. you know, kind of like, kind of like, that's fair. Yeah. 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 I think that's fair. And I think all of us go through stuff like that in life, right? Where you will yeah. push yourself to the limit for that, for that moment, for that thing. Right. But if you already have done it and you don't have to do it again, why, why you wouldn't do it again and you wouldn't do it to your full capacity either. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. And, yeah. and I mean, Hey, I'm a family guy, right? That's why I right. started off saying I right. literally put my life on hold for like six months and just right. did nothing but train. You know, right. that was, that was my life. I ate, slept and, and, and breathed that camp. So right. I know, I know what it takes. And I just, I don't think I want to put my family through that again. Yeah. My wife would probably <laughs> think I'm really crazy this time. Right. Like, no, right. that's not happening. But <laughs> I am a big believer though, in still pushing yourself. Yeah. So we'll do, um, part of our coaching involves, you know, physical. So we'll, we'll have physical challenges that, that we'll do that will design to push you, uh, past mm-hmm. your comfort zone and things mm-hmm. like that. So we just, mm-hmm. we actually just got done with one. And it was such a transformational experience. It was um, all you had to do was walk. So you just had to walk, but for 24 hours, it was a 24 hour walk. And all it, you had it to went, do was walk. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, Nina. So maybe you'll sign up for it next year because we're going to make it an annual thing. I have to see what my why is for okay, that, Brad. Okay. I, I'll hey, let touche. you know. I love it. <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, so tell me about, um, you know, who you're helping right now. So are you only helping, are you helping businesses? Are you helping individuals? How are you doing your, your like group coaching and stuff like that? Yeah, it's, it's actually both right now. So right now we do uh, group coaching. So, you know, it, it's it's open to any any gender, any age. What I like to right. say is we're just we're working on uh, developing the warrior class of, okay. of society, you know, for for people that uh, will get crystal clear on their purpose and just go after those goals, like no matter what and not, okay. not be afraid. Um so that's, that's, that's what the coaching pretty much focuses on. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I am working with, uh, corporations, businesses as well. I've been brought in to speak. Um, right now I'm not saying no to anything the, right. the, I'm just yeah. kind of putting my radar out there and the right. universe is talking. And if I feel it, if I'm like, yeah, it's a good yeah. fit. Like, Hey, game on. Yeah. I was just going to ask you that if you, cause I didn't uh, really see anything on your bio that said you are a motivational speaker or anything like that. You're not doing that right now. I do it. I just don't okay. put that on there. Okay. When, when I hear motivational speaker, I, I think of uh, Saturday Night Live and, and oh. uh, Chris Farley. If you know the scam talk <laughs> yes. about, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I enjoy doing it. Yes. Right. But, right. But, uh, That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. You you need a TED talk is what you need. You need a TED talk. That's what I, think, I need. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. I think you need a TED talk. I think, and the I like reason it. I say that is because I love what you, I love what you have to say and I love what you're bringing to the table. I think uh, it's relevant right now for this time. I think people are looking for something more in their life, right? Uh, it, you know, it's gotten too, we've gotten too saturated with these, uh, the social media world and people are truly, I think, uh, just speak for me. I see that a lot of people are losing their way because they're too focused on too many things or other people's lives. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I think we have to get our head from here up. You know, we're looking down on our phones. We should be looking up into life. Right. A- so absolutely. I think, yeah, I think what you're doing is fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. And I can't wait. I want to read your book. I am not going to be walking 24 hours. Not at the moment. She okay, says that but... now. We'll see if that changes. Hey, yeah, that's year. true. That could change. You just you what, never know. My wife joined me. 
And I tell you what, it was <laughs> it was awesome. It was uh, so was cool. It? To go yeah, it, it really <laughs> was. was. It? She it wasn't really throwing was. anything at you after a couple of hours. Hey, I got to play doctor. I was taking care of her blisters on her feet, like oh. you know, helping her out with nutrition and and yeah, uh, you're not helping me end. out at all. You're not helping <laughs> me out at all with the blisters on the feet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> oh, Brad, this was so much fun. You are really a really a great guy. I really like what you're doing, and I wish you much much luck with this. I do want to you know connect you with some people that I know you would be excellent for right um to connect with so before i let you go though i know i have a phenomenal audience and they're always like asking questions and dming and you know following the people that are on the show and so i'd really love them to know how to find you maybe work with you get into your school of grit all of that great stuff so give us all that download yeah right on you got it um first off if you're interested in the book it's on amazon right now just search up school of grit um you'll see it. it yeah and um it, it that, that's been that's just been an absolute joy to get that in the world and then if you're interested in just finding out more about me my coaching program all that good stuff just go to, over to schoolofgrit.org so that's schoolofgrit.org not.com somebody else owns that domain i'm not paying for it right now <laughs> so it's that's school right of yeah, schoolofgrit.org and mm -hmm. you'll find out what i'm all about what i offer you can get you'll see my social media links all that good stuff yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being on Straight Talk and talking to me and my audience. I appreciate you very my much. My pleasure. Thank I had you. a great time. Thanks, Nina. Yeah, thank you. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J-E-C-T.com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you. Love you. Love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time.